everything's beautiful. It's 122. So I would love to tap out to a line. <clears throat> and I'd like to dedicate this tap out to a line to a big dream that you may have. And this big dream doesn't have to necessarily be something that's going to help the world. <laughs> but just anything like super huge that seems almost impossible. Where when you think about it, you're like, this is definitely a dream because... The way my life is set up right now, <laughs> and the way this dream is set up, there's a big stretch between it. And I invite you to just hold that in your heart space. I invite you to close your eyes. And I invite you to place your right hand over your heart. We're gonna inhale in three, two, that you are an unlimited being accepting from an unlimited source in an unlimited way. I remind you that you are worthy of this beautiful dream. I remind you that you deserve this dream and all the things that surround it. You are enough to receive this dream. I remind you that the universe conspires in your favor. And I remind you that all things are possible through Christ. Through God. Christ. 
Christ and God is one and the same. I'm a visionary. This means in my life, this means, whoa, that I see the big vision in things. I see long-term, I see the grand scheme, I see how big it can get. So for example, We say, oh, how about we do an event next week to bring people together? Um, We can create some workshops and some activities. In my way of envisioning this, I have no limits (laughs) and I will imagine the greatest, largest, grandest thing. I'm just going to envision the most and then take the steps backwards to ground it. So I guess you could say I work backwards. Sometimes my visions are so big, it's just like I just leave the vision because I don't even know how to work backwards. Because it just doesn't seem that realistic based upon the reality that I'm living in the moment. This being said, there's, I'm, I also produce a lot of ideas and projects and things. It's easy for me to think about it and then create a realistic system in which it could exist in this realm. Many of these projects don't come to fruition because I haven't had the manpower for it. Or people haven't really had the will at the time. 
I share this all with you because I sometimes think are my dreams too big? I've tried the law of attraction with many things and I've prayed about certain things and I've tried to manifest certain things in so many different ways and affirm other things and it's left me in a space where I question myself, my abilities, I question is this too much? Is this even possible? And I only find myself in this space once in a blue moon. Nonetheless, I still sometimes find myself in that space and many times they're just small moments in time that I'm aware of and I wonder how much of the subconscious time is being spent with that idea of I may not be worthy enough for it or I may not be ready to do it or able to create it, et cetera, et cetera, all the things that the mind says. Yet now that found myself within spirituality, self-love journey, connection with Mother Earth, and now that I'm exploring the intersection between ancient scriptures and this self-love spiritual and quote journey I find myself being able to shut down this doubt due to scripture and I'm currently studying the Bible for a number of reasons. 
yet one of the things that I am discovering is that the Bible allows you, allows one to shut down the doubt, to shut down the fear, to shut down the uncertainty. Bringing the example that brought me to you at this moment in time, I was feeling what is it that I want? What is it that I desire? The upliftment of my community, empowerment of my community, generational wealth, and just giving these three things, which it's the zoomed out version because once you zoom in there's so many systems and structures that allow this to happen but just taking those as an example I thought to myself the upliftment of the Latin American and African diaspora. In my lifetime, is that possible? Seeing my people prosper, is that possible? Seeing my people thrive, is that possible? Is that realistic? Can I do that? Can I play a role in that? Because it also isn't just about me, as nothing is done alone. It's all about community. And that's what really ignites my soul. The fact that things can be done in community because all of these ideas that I've ever had and all these projects that I've ever wanted to create, they all come down to, I want to create this with someone else. I want to be able to give this idea to someone and then have them reshape it and then give it to someone else and have them reshape it and then all of us come together and just create something that we never even would have imagined because it's been expanded by all of us 
Or I want to put this idea on the table and have everyone just feel into it. So that we can co-create something that blows our mind. Or each person plays a role. And enjoys doing whatever it is that they do. And that joy overflows into their personal communities. Hallelujah. a dream of sustainable systems happening for this new earth where people thrive in peace and prosperity where we all work together in harmony where there's respect where there's joy where there's love where there's honor for all that is, not just for the person next to you that's a different color, that speaks a different language, yeah, for the plants, for the mushrooms, for the ocean and all those who dwell inside. for the cosmos, for the body, for the organs, for the blood, for the cells, for the nerves. Symbiosis. Excellence. Pleasure. And then the thought enters space and time that says Is that even realistic? That's impossible. And then I start thinking of the limits that I have of this human body and time and space. things that I see, the things that I hear. And I can feel how my body kind of starts to just close up. Shrivel up. Energetically, physically. And then I remember
And then I remember that I can do all things through God. There is no impossible. Because with God, all things are possible. Because with God, there are miracles. A million little miracles. One, two, three. I can't even count it all. Miracles on miracles. A million little miracles. It's not about Christianity. It's not about the Bible. It's not about Jesus. It's not about Christ. It's about the power of your mind. It's about you being an unlimited being, accepting from an unlimited source in an unlimited way. What is that source? You can call it whatever you want. Yahweh. You can call it universe. But I think... I feel that you are conscious enough to know that you are who dictates your life. You are the creator of your life. You are the one that wakes up in the morning and decides this is going to be a good day or this is going to be a bad day. You are the one that decides after each experience that happens in your life if you're going to allow that experience to dictate the remainder of your day, week, or month, or life. You are the one that gets to choose. Tomorrow's going to be different. I'm going to learn this new thing. I'm going to expand my consciousness, my knowledge and wisdom in this way. I'm going to feed the optimist in me or I'm going to feed the pessimist in me. You are the creator. And I know that there's something in your life that in some moment in time you said you wanted and now you have or now you have surpassed that back then when you said you want it or when you first 
initially thought about having it, there is a bit of doubt. Or there was that question of, is this even possible? Even though your roar was louder, or even though your will of making it happen was louder, that part, because duality does exist, that part of you that is a pessimistic said, is this possible? I don't think you can do it. Is this even real life? Yet you made it happen. Regardless if it's the car you're driving, your first car, the place you're living at, the job you have, your partner, the country you live in, Whatever the case is, your last vacation, your new appliance, whatever it may be, so I found that when this voice comes into my space this voice of doubt of unworthiness years ago I would listen to it and as time went by and as more work was done personally I was able to quiet that voice but even though it's quiet it still impacts and I feel now that I'm working with the Bible and discovering it what it does is it shuts it up tells it to sit down (laughs) and be quiet Because this voice has had had so much impact, has had so much power for so long, has been the bully. Now that I think about it, sometimes it doesn't even have to be me like that. Sometimes it's just like, hmm, all things are possible through Christ who strengthens me. And just saying it like that allows this doubt to sit down, go outside and smoke a cigarette. Stay quiet. And not because there are words in the Bible. Not because I believe in Jesus. 
not because I go to church. It's because that phrase reminds me of the miracles that have existed in my life or that I have been witness of. It reminds me that when I have faith in something, no matter what it is, it will come to pass. I will see it through. It reminds me that there are no limits. And maybe if I'm living a life where I haven't seen or heard any stories, the Bible gives me stories that I can use when I'm up against my mind. who's spitting that fire of doubt, then I can spit that fire of stories of it, of this is what's happened before, so this can happen again, but greater, and it can happen to me. And I really feel like This is what Jesus came to share. That no matter who you are, outcast, prostitute, whatever, whatever you may be, you can still get it. can still receive. You can still be forgiven. And living in a society and a time and age where there's so much shame and there's so much guilt and we feel unworthy of miracles sometimes and we feel like we can't We don't have the right to. We don't deserve. We feel unworthy of greatness. These crazy big dreams. And we forget about quantum leaps. we forget about the ability to wrinkle time we forget about miracles magic manifestation 
I truly feel the Bible is just a guide to overcome the mind. But it really just depends how you're looking at it. And for so many years, I've looked at it as so many things. <laughs> Something that I definitely was never going to pick up and read. Even though I tried one time. I was like, no, the same for me. <laughs> but now I'm coming back with fresh eyes. Now I'm coming back with self-love. Now I'm coming back with knowledge of other ancient scriptures, ancient books. I know that the Bible is not the beginning, nor will it be the end. I know that the Bible is not an original story, but that doesn't take away the power that that book has and the benefits that can be reaped from it. I'm going back to my big dreams. I remind myself daily that I'm not moved by what I hear. And I'm not moved by what I see. Because I know the universe conspires in my favor. And because I know that when God is working... You may not see it. And because I know that God can restore the years that the locusts have eaten. And what that means is after 400 years, of the people of Israel living in slavery and oppression. God has one person lead them out. And they walk out with gold and silver from their oppressors who handed it over to them. They walk out and live 40 years in the wilderness, in the desert. Wilderness and desert are not the same. <laughs> but in a place where there is nothing, yet they are fed daily and then taken to lands in which they will live each tribe having their own place
oppressed for 400 years. And then given land. Food. Gold and silver. Jewelry. And I guess just the Bible makes my dreams seem more possible, more realistic, makes my faith grow. Yeah, I just wanted to share that with you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your presence. I encourage you to dream big. Because everyone who's ever had anything huge, anyone who has become grand everyone who has done something extraordinary in their lives started with a dream Yeah.